There is more power in unity than division. And with the exception of a stumble or two, the party seems to have come together in the upper tiers of this temple. But these fucks had better gird their loins, because they've reached rock bottom. Garoth the Gecko might be a polymorph evil deity, <laughs> or even Seth the Sloth. They don't know, and the hieroglyphics are just making things more complicated. Where is this god of the temple? Is this just how the lizard folk get rid of annoying tourists? Colored glowing rocks. What's up with those things? Don't worry, we have answers. Welcome to the Spellcast. Back out into 46, which mm-hmm. the divination the, room. Yeah. yeah, and then keep going to 47. Yeah, there there are doors here, so you do have to open things. Um, oddly enough, you to get into 47, you had to you you could physically unbar and unlock the door from your side. So it appears that 46 from the door that you're trying to go through to go south, it looks like this area was attempted to be blocked off, like no one could get into oh. into the tomb area unless they were, or the vault area unless they were, you had a key or something. Okay. So we unbarred it and we pulled in? Yeah, you unbarred it. It wasn't like... <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. You, you, you unbarred it and were able to pull in and everything. Okay. Yes. It seems like you are walking into a kennel. There are a bunch of cages around. Oh. You can see a lot of old rotten wooden cages, ropes, a couple of animal skeletons, beast skeletons. Can you zoom out just a little bit? Yeah, I know. Oh. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, that's just what it is. Yep. Yeah, it looks like they were just here. There didn't seem to be any evidence of, like, they were killed or anything, purposefully. Just old. Okay, so sad. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's all blood, woods. Yeah. Just get out of here. <laughs> so you walk yourselves into the next room. It's um, not in some not not a door anymore. You can just walk down the hallway. And in this dorm, as you enter, at first it's kind of dark. But those of you with dark vision can uh, notice that that there are two fierce stone statues mm-hmm. in the shape of one of the dinosaurs that you've seen on the tour. Now, Sabara, you you, yeah, you might not have know. any idea because you weren't in the northern part of the island at yeah. all. Yeah, right. But the rest of you guys can see these. Really? Can I? Yes, you can. Uh, if you have, they have torches or things, or if you want to use your gem of brightness now. Oh, I have a flashlight. Yeah. So, again, using it as a flashlight for 30 feet of bright light, mm-hmm. another 30 feet of dim light, doesn't use any charges. Mm-hmm. But using it to blind a dude or using it to blind a bunch of dudes does, mm-hmm. and it never regains those charges. Yeah. So be careful how you use it, because it is a, you spend it, it's gone. Um, also, okay. what's your command word for the flashlight? Do you want to... To turn into a flashlight. Which command word? On? Just on? on. Every time you're holding it and you say the word on, it will happen. I'll just say the word flashlight. Perfect. So, so we'll just be like, what? what? <laughs> no, we'll, 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 we'll know, because she'll say, like, flashlight. <laughs> so there won't be any uh, anachronistic problem. But you say flashlight, and there is a flash of light 
in the room as your gen turns on, and you can see that these are two stone statues of Dinonitis. The 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 oh, thing that was supposed the thing that they called a Velociraptor in Jurassic Park. It's two stones and they seem to be staring at each other. Um Yo, what are those things? When uh, we saw them, in what context did we see them? You saw them in the park. Just like chilling out, Just never really? like eating anyone? No. Well, actually, yeah, yeah, you would have when you were running away, chasing down people. Yep. And there seems to be, they seem to be placed on both sides of a small crack in the And from this crack, you can see a gas uh, that seems to be multicolored rising out. Is it possible to identify a gas? Do you want to go over and rub up on the gas? <laughs> rub up on the gas. And it hurts. Where are we and where's the crack? Where are you? Where's the crack? You guys are here mm-hmm. in the, the doorway. The crack is here. Okay. Or actually, it would be here. Okay. The um, I Against can't. Connell, can you do me a favor? Yes. Can you pull out your bow? Safar, can you do me a favor? So. Can you light his arrow on fire? Oh, we With still have. Pleasure. I still have a. Nice. Can you play? I let go of it as soon as it gets on fire. I'm hanging on to this. <laughs> so, yeah, so your arrow flies, flies through the gas. The gas does not explode in a conflagration, therefore, um, setting on fire any sort of huge container underneath the pyramid of gas that could explode the whole valley and cause a destru- destructive, <laughs> catastrophic thing to end the campaign and kill your lives. No, that doesn't happen. Just nothing happens. It just plinks against the wall and the arrow burns away. Are you wanting that to happen? Here? Why maybe, are you winking at me? Maybe. God damn it. I'm winking at you because I love you. <laughs> I'm vying for your affections. Um, <laughs> fine, I will go over and probably die by inhaling this gas by trying to rub up on it and I can cast Identify on it. Okay. <laughs> casting Identify. As you're casting Identify, make a con save. Shit! <laughs> you get a crippling disease. Dysentery. <laughs> oh my god. Instant terror. <laughs> Fifteen. As you're casting Identify, you feel your, your head's getting a little light, and oh. then it sort of goes away, and out of the corner of your eye, you, oh, you, no. you, think, you, see, you think you see the statues move. What do you do? Did anybody see that? What are they? They're dinosaurs. Do you think anyone's actually seen dinosaurs are real? No one's seen anything so. else. Yeah. What do you do? See what? They're all in this island somewhere. If you oh went gosh. outside and explored, you'd find some. I didn't see it. <laughs> 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 okay, here's what happens. <laughs> you said the crack was over here? Crack was over here. And yeah. I'm identifying? Mm-hmm. I start screaming. <laughs> and I run for... Back to the other floor. <laughs> you guys have no idea why he's screaming and running. Nothing happened at the statues. Uh, nothing happened with the statues. The the when you reach as you're running towards the floor and you reach the the divination room, you your head clears and okay. you, and you you figure out that your your body was able to fight it off, but only just that much. I it, assume it, it, you, you can assume it's now some sort of hallucinogenic gas. Yep. I assume that he's like gone, so I just start yeah. continuing down yeah. I the corridor. Well mm-hmm. And it was one. It was a one. I know, I saw. <laughs> and, then, and then it shook oh. over to a 19. Yes. But, it, but, but, it, but it was a one. one. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't, don't breathe that. 
Don't read that. Okay. Don't, okay. Don't. Oh, if you like to having a good time, and you don't scare easy, breathe that. But otherwise, don't, 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 don't breathe that. I have brave, but I'm was not there, gonna do that. Was that like an open door or? Oh, this yeah, up here is an open door and things, <laughs> and, and and just ignore this. Just ignore but that. so like. Just standing, not where I can actually breathe the stuff in. Is it possible to peer down into the crack and see, like, what where it's coming the from? The way the or? way the crack is made, it's jagged. It's like a jagged rift, but you can't. It's like the stones as you look down are blocking the view down the path. So think of the rift as like a lightning bolt, but vertically. So you can't really see the jack through the jack. So we can't determine if this is like a natural formation and this magic happy gas is just issuing from the earth. Yeah. Or earth. Um, mm -hmm. Or like if they it's literally had like, yeah, a, a piping system for happy gas and I'm yeah. not going to throw a thunderstone at the crack, thank you. <laughs> um, but so, but so. Two big, uh, whatever the things that aren't velociraptors actually are, mm -hmm. just rub up on them. Mm -hmm. Anything weird? Nothing. They're just stone statues. Okay. Um, They're not gargle, di dino, gargosaurs, reels. Just don't. Sorry. I tried. Um. It's just a weird room. It's just. You can make a religion check on it if you want to. I don't have that. Someone so me or be, I mean, did like we all I'm, go or? I'm I mean, knowledgeable in dinosaurs. I mean, you're in the room. Yeah. You can make a religion check. Religion would be int, wisdom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not for me. Uh, int. 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 Can I do it untrained? Yeah. 11. Mm -hmm. That's a 3. Okay. 21. Okay, Mr. Inhale the happy gas. Well, so it, it, it led me to religious awakening. Okay? Yes, yes. A religious awakening that told you that. Holy shit, they just stand someone on top of this gas, they inhale it, they hallucinate, and then they just spout out whatever religious things they want to do. Sort of like the Oracle of Delphi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Okay. I just want to know why the dinosaurs... Because they like... Specifically out of all dinosaurs, why did they pick the dinosaurs? Well, with your religion check... I make a history check? I'm going to... To like far beyond recording. How do you know this? Wait, all right, all right, all right, all right. You know, you know, like the you know the biological stuff about dinosaurs, mm -hmm. but this is cultural stuff. This is right? cultural stuff. Well, I mean, Bartholomew, Bartholomew will tell you when you ask that question. Well, uh, this whole temple, why the coatls here? I don't know. I do know that this dinosaur aspect of the temple points a lot to Uktau. Uktau traditionally is a deity of dinosaurs. What Utau has to do with the Kuatl, why this is all in the temple, this is the only religious association I could make here, and I could be 100% wrong. Quite frankly, I, 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 I have many questions. Can everyone say on that, or am I just, like, forever three? Uh, no, 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 it's been, it's been long enough. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. You feel like he has many questions when he said that was pointed towards was not pointed towards Uktau. Only someone. It was more like, when he said, I have many questions, his eyes were darting to all five of you. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that's what we like. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Exactly. That's in line with stuff we've observed before. Stuff he said out loud before. I'm yes. Sorry. I'm sorry. I, ha I have many questions. I'm going to stare at him and establish dominance. <laughs> he has, you, you recognize he has at least five questions. Uh. <laughs> 
Who the fuck what are these? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just... I it's okay. It's okay. This um, is funny. It's okay. You're all the 20 I year trust old everything one. that this man says. In fact, I may love him. <laughs> so where do you guys go from here? There is a crossroads. You go, no, go into big chamber. You can go into a hallway that takes you... Um, somewhere. Uh, somewhere. Uh, or you can go into another hallway on your right that takes you... Uh, some somewhere. Somewhere. Some, some, some. Can we see anything of 51 from where we're standing? Yes, you can. What can, can we, we see? see? You can see a whole hell of a lot. You can see this room is huge. Oh, really? Absolutely goddamn ginormous. Thank you. Okay. It's... Well, you, we're still standing you, you can't, at like You can't see the right? middle. Yeah, you're still standing at 49. Um, you can't see the middle of the room, but you can see, from what you can see, there on each side on the walls of this mm-hmm. are these broad uh, rows of five-foot-thick pillars that, because of the height of the doorway, you can't see how tall they are, how far they go. Oh, how far did we descend when we went down the stairs? Uh, quite a few feet. For this to exist, quite many few feet. The tiers, so the tiers of the pyramid not only get wider, they get thick. Okay. And this is the thickest of them. Okay. Um, or taller, I should say. Thick works. Yeah. You can see <coughs> that there are ornate, not just uh, chiselings or paintings, but ornate mosaics all along the rooms. And you can see, which you can walk behind the pillars along the wall, you can see two, you can see a small fountain set into the wall on this side at least. Interesting. That's all you can kind of see of the wall. Uh, so there's that huge place over there. Yeah. And there's these things that go off. It Who wants to do what? Let's go to the big room. Yeah, that's what I'm leaning towards. Oh, yeah. You guys go to the big room? Yes. Yeah. So as you enter this room, you can see a hell of a lot more. Picture an enormous uh, Roman... Hercules? How, like, 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 Hercul- real, Herculean, like, like, like the temple, like the Corinthian yeah. temple of Zeus, mm-hmm. or temple of Zeus at Corinth, I think. It's a huge room. And as you walk in, if you look to the right of you, you can see a huge stone statue going all the way up to the ceiling. And this ceiling is probably a good 20, 30 feet high. Uh, Naga. Is there anything at the top of it? You can see red ruby eyes set in it. Oh. And it seems to be made of obsidian. In the center of the room, you you can see the other fountain, by the way. Mm -hmm. There's a center aisle that the pillars are are divided, that is set in between the pillars. In the middle of this aisle, in the center of the room, there is a large dais, tiered dais, like almost a pyramid in of itself. And Mm -hmm. on top of it sits a stone sarcophagus. Uh, Just so you know, the dais is about 10 feet tall. And steps on the way on, all, on every side. So how big is this sarcophagus about? Uh, sarcophagus is, it's not a square sarcophagus, it's just as big as the other ones. Okay. But tall, it's five feet tall. Uh, it's just large. Mm-hmm. So there may be a sarcophagus in that sarcophagus and a coffin so, in that. Yeah. So a huge dais pyramid. On the opposite side, mm-hmm. you can see pet hallways leading to the left, or, or to the right at least, and down if you look past the pillars, to the left also. But in the center of the wall, in the very opposite end of the room, you can see a large double doorway, two stone doors, about 20 feet tall. On them, there is a giant wheel mosaic. 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 Giant wheel mosaic, depicting, depicting and nearly mirroring 
remember at the very top of the pyramid, the the circle that opened up that had all of the depictions of the inner planes and also somewhat the Feywild and also somewhat everything else. All of those elemental, torrental, chaos thingies, that's what's on this door. So there's a weird snake church, I think. Um, snake church, what are things in the, the sarcophagus? Do they move the vizier's body in there? Or do we want to find out? Is a better question. I care what think about this place. I want to like explore a little more and then open the sarcophagus. What does Geralt think? Geralt, Geralt can't answer you because he's already crawled down uh, Halexen from Halexen's shoulder plate and has started skittering across the very long floor towards the big super door. How? What's he doing? Geralt, let's go after him. He he doesn't reply. He doesn't answer you. Uh, Geralt doesn't. He's just skittering across. Run, running, 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 running. Towards, so you yeah. follow him. Yeah, you just keep going. Um, you have to. Do you walk over the the dais? Because he skitters over the dais as if it were nothing, or around it. I go around it. Around it. Yeah. And um, <laughs> as you turn, if you if you were to turn around, you can see next to the Naga statue, there are two other large statues. So you only saw the leftmost statue. Mm-hmm. When you face the room, it's now the rightmost statue. That was a Naga. It was black obsidian, red set eyes. On the opposite end of it, there is a giant, huge statue of similar size and proportions of marble. Pure white marble uh, with green and set eyes of another Naga. Uh, the other Naga doesn't... This Naga looks more smooth. Okay. Uh, less jagged. Less sure. sharp. Sure. Uh, soft features. And in the center, between them, there's the Kawada. Hmm. The Kawada statue, wings outstretched, sort of wrapping around the other two serpentine figures. A little bit. What, what's it made out of? Various uh, metals. Um, okay. Metals and gemstones to depict the different colored sure. uh, aspects. Oh, of okay. It's a huge thing. Yeah. Like, you could pick it apart with a mining pick and get those gemstones out of it, for example, but if you want a whole thing, that'd take uh, months, maybe even a year, depending on how many people you hire sure. uh, to help get it. Okay. Hmm. Um, but you run up to the door, Ron. So so he's, so he's sort of at the door, his gecko paws on the door, uh, his yeah. snout poking, constantly poking, the seam where the doors meet. You can't see through the seam. He can't see through the seam. He's poking it. Garon, buddy. He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't answer. Uh, he doesn't reply. Yeah, it's cool. We'll we'll find a way to get in there. We'll like, chill out. Like, like, push like open if, the we, door. if we if we just try yeah. to like pop shush him yeah. to, to chill him out. And, like, he he he's, he pick him up. If you pick him up, he squirms out of your hands and runs back to the door. And pat. Who just, broke him? And his eyes are the, you know, like Kaz uh, in Jungle Book, the multicolored circuit. Ooh, yes, that. And Ron, as you run over to him, you notice in the floor that there are five indentations. Here we go. Oh. Each with a line drawing to a a larger triangle, Mm -hmm. uh, or a larger pentagonal shaped Mm -hmm. uh, indentation in the floor. Mm -hmm. And each of these triangular shapes have a smaller triangular shape, a smaller triangular shape, Mm-mm. to the point where they look to be about the size of uh-huh. your, your little prisms. Okay, yeah. go on. Mm-hmm. Ah. Are there little, Are they like, spokes in, what? in these holes? Are there like little spokes in the holes? Uh, there are little spokes in the holes. Are they color schemed? Yes. Yeah. 
I wonder. I wonder. It was actually, I was like, for a very brief, brief, brief moment, I thought you were going to say that, like, these lions go into other lions and go, like, the lions go down all the hallways and, like, mm-hmm. you can have one of those things. But no. No, we just have, we just have holes. There is also a line going all the way from that to the, the sarcophagus. Nope, let's leave this locked forever. <laughs> okay. No. Shall we... Should, shall we go explore the rest of the dungeon? Um, I don't know if we should leave Garon like this. It's, it looks important. He's not going anywhere. I mean, so there's no guarantee that whatever this does will have anything to do with the door. Bartholomew, what are your theories on what else could be on this floor in the rooms? Well, I, I know this goes against my archaeological training. Because I, too, as, 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 and you see he's kind of fidgeting. As curious as I am about all these other hallways and what may, they may contain and what cultural uh, discoveries we can make, that we, these doors, I think, uh, need to, um, we need to figure this out. We need to solve this puzzle. You we, think this, t- this is more immediate? I, I, th- I think this is extremely immediate, yes. All right. Uh, judging from the, the, the door uh, uh, mosaic thing and the... Wall. Just, just, just gonna roll insight one yeah, more sure, time. Yeah, sure, sure. That's a that point. He seems so nervous to the point where he starts to mix up these very archaeological terms that he's used before. To the point where you get the feeling that he might not really know as much about archaeology as he's been saying. He does. Guys. It's mm. really bad to do. Um. Who are you? <laughs> do you say that? <laughs> I don't know if I like you. Go for it. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. I'm Don Bartholomew Blackstone, the famous archaeologist. Are you sure? You seem to not know what you're talking about. He looks over all of you. Come on. He said he he looks over all of you very carefully. I'm very mad right now. He says, "Well, oh, shit. If I have to tell you now, I guess I have to tell you now. Oh, if I have to tell you, yeah. If I have to tell you now, I guess I better tell you now while no one is around to hear this." So he takes off his pith helmet, mm-hmm. and this dark hair uh, sort of falls, and he reaches up to his mustache. And he sort of pulls off. Oh no, is he hot? Well, he has a very young face and dark hair. (laughs) That'll do it. That'll do it. Um, And he he says, now, he takes takes his long sword, not unsheathing it, takes it off the the belt. (laughs) My hand is precariously near my back. (laughs) Takes it off the belt and lays it down as he takes out his little box thingy that he showed you the Harper symbol for, and he says, Alexa, I'm sorry. Until I could be sure that I could tell you this information, I had to tell you that I was a Harper. And he clicks to the Harper symbol, and then he clicks through, and it's another symbol of another organization, the Order of the Gauntlet, which you traditionally associate with clerics and paladins, clicks through to another symbol, and it's the Emerald Enclave. Clicks through... These in Tarum. Okay, sword goes away. All right, so who are you? Uh, where's my nope, sister? Hand still, hand still where it is. Savara, 
your questions will be answered. Oh, please, tell me right the fuck now or I'll light you on fire. Oh. And I take out my I, my flames. Fair enough. Your sister works with me. Right now, uh, there is not a real way to communicate with her unless you can do some creepy, uh, really cool planar travel shit uh, that I don't know about. But I suspect with your training, you don't exactly... You're not you're deflecting. Exactly Answer her on question. That level. Your sister works with me. So you're telling I'm not strong enough to face her yet? No. You don't uh. want to face her because because her quest that she went on she seems is not for her answer. anymore. You've shown me that you are actually the one to follow in the footsteps and the path that I thought she was on. I don't know what you're talking about. Exa- exactly, exactly. And this is what I'm here to explain. First of all, my name obviously is not Bartholomew Blackstone. Okay. So what is it? If he doesn't tell us in five seconds, shoot him. My name, I, my name is Roland Sunhart. <laughs> We're gonna let Pierre get over this. Oh no! I don't understand. No. Is is Ron doing this? No. No. no oh. This is Pierre. This is Pierre. Serious questioning time. I forgot everything. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Never trusting you again. 
So you say this name and obviously I'm just like, okay. And and, and then Ron has a flat reaction to flat that. Reaction to that. I, okay. I'm, I'm part of a group mm-hmm. that is not based on this plane, that oversees this plane. And the balance of the gener- of the overarching forces that guide it. Okay? Um. Right now, there is a very real threat which may or may not, if we can stop it, and I will say we, why we, in a, in a minute, if you just give me time, please, if we can act to work against it. Now, 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 these Yanti that are here on this island, uh, my organization has word that they are here for the, uh, these dinosaurs. That much I know. What I was not prepared for was finding this location, this temple. This temple, which I was not prepared to meet you five, I can't even, I, I don't know, I don't know how, how many of the Pantheon decided to work together to make it happen this way, but it just happened. I can sure as hell tell you Lathander didn't tell me anything about this, but... What about can, the sixth one? He, uh, <laughs> he reaches in his pack. He reaches in his pack. <laughs> he reaches in his pack and he pulls out a marble triangular prism of white stone. That is, uh, and it kind of glows a little bit in his hands. That is something I apparently can't finish here. What's important is that this, and he points to the five holes in the floor, this is something you can finish now. How did you get that? Long story, honey. Excuse me? He says, I forgot, Paladin. Long story. That's (laughs) That's a long story. In a lot of planes, with a lot of screaming things that you don't want to fight. Thank you! Yes. Did did, did he say paladin? Paladin, yes. Conclusion, it wasn't in this temple that you found it. No, it was not. That's interesting. Okay. See, from what I gather, from what I've been briefed on, there were a group of seven uh, guardians uh, that originated a long, long, long time ago before any of us, any of our races even existed on this plane. That came together before this temple was built. Now put that into your heads. From what I've gathered, they were formed and given these gifts and others to defeat a, a, a huge evil, primordials versus gods. We're talking about the dawn war. We're talking about a war where deities clashed to control this plane. And they couldn't make headway, but these things did it. Whatever these gifts, I, why, why whatever, uh, whatever forces govern these gifts chose you, I don't know. But they see in you something I missed and was not prepared for. So what do you want us to do? Do you know what's going on with our buddy over there on the door? My suspicion was uh, that this temple contains a or one of the guardians that we saw in the engineer's room, and I 
effect with his memory loss and his obvious entrancement, as you can see, Garant is just banging his head on mm -hmm. the door. Mm -hmm. uh, he is a fragment of that being, whatever is in there, sent to maybe help guide whoever came down here to take up. He holds, he holds his little key again, uh, take up the mantle, All right. as it were. Um, sorry, you were asking what it is that he wants us to do? What, just keys in the keys in the ground right here? Keys Simple in the ground. That? All right, guys. Now, 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 I will say this. There have been trials to get the keys. I don't know what trials will come to get the gifts. And I don't even know what the gifts are. Well, we don't know under what conditions those jerks upstairs will let us out of this damn place. So that's all moot anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, guys. I, 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 I will say this. Um, just to be on the level with you, mm -hmm. Tegel and Mulio are also part of my organization. Okay. I thought... Really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I thought that they might have been... Is that what you were talking about? They said it didn't work? Yes. Okay. So I sent them back to base um, to fill in a report. Do they, do they work under that particular cover often, or is that just... <laughs> It is, it is, he rolls his eyes, it is, while hilarious, somewhat childish, and yet, they get away with it every goddamn time. Did any, did any table, did any one of us roll inside on them? Not really, they seem like I don't ever try. roll inside unless I am nah. asked to. God damn it, Janelle. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Hal. Straight up, I love it, Mike. <laughs> Fist bump right there. Fist bump right there. God damn it. Um, okay. Thank you. Whip out my... There table. are five of us here. Guys, what are we thinking? Well, six. So I'll go to our respective no, 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 no. There are five it of takes, us... It takes a little bow. There are five of us who came in here. Five of us who are who, who apparently are irrelevant right this moment. What are we thinking? Do we, do we, do we do this? No one else can. Let's just put our Roland into says, our if you don't do it, eventually... Eventually, if you put down the keys, eventually they will unattune away from you and someone else can pick it up and use it. However, time is of the essence. I don't know how I feel working with someone who took my sister away from my family. He sighs and says, I am only telling you this because the prisms, the keys, the crystals chose you. If anyone else who is not was not attuned to a crystal was here, I would have been forced to not answer your questions and let you kill me. That is my stake in this. That's weird. That is how important this was. This is why I had to ask your sister to come with me. That's and she did. So you thought my sister is a fool and I'm not. That's 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 weird. You thought her sister would be the one to get a crystal? Because of the fact. We suspect the phoenix is one of the gifts. All I care about is getting that feather back. I'm sure your sister will hand it over to you. Can you promise me that? Knowing your sister like I do, yes. Insight. <laughs> Insights! Sure, roll it. Savara, she misses you. Fuck! 
<laughs> so, that's a seven. Savara, she's missing. Savara, your no. sister misses you. That's a seven. That much I can tell you. And I'm sure at some point you will have the chance to have a very lengthy conversation about <laughs> a whole lot of things. And if possible, if you request, we can put you in a fireproof chamber and let you got you to uh, talk it out, he air quotes, uh, as much as you want it to. I can promise you that. Right now, I'm trying to make sure those snaky fucks up there don't ruin everyone with whatever they're trying to do. I don't know. I think he's right, guys. I think we have to do this. What? How? What are you feeling? There's like three different things that I wanted to say in response to you, but I couldn't come up with the words fast enough. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I, 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 I'm really bad at comebacks, even though my character like mm-hmm. is. I, I like, can cut directly to that in yeah, the thing. It's it's fix it in post. Do you have well, it? well, there it was two things. One was when you're talking about the talk it out thing. I I wanted her to say something, uh, Savara to say something about um, not like, oh, don't just hand give it to me that easy, like like something you know, so like like I've worked hard enough as it is. I want to be the one to find or confront her. Don't bring her to me. I want to find her. He says, fair enough. Yeah. Um. So that <laughs> then. When you said, what was it like? If if I know her as as well as I, oh oh, the, oh. like the can you promise me that thing? Yeah yeah yeah. When yeah I said, yeah. can you promise me that? If I know your sister as well as you do, yes, she will. No, you didn't say that though. Is that something, something else? Uh, I, I because said as well as I do. Yeah, yeah yeah. So um, God, there's like two different responses. <laughs> yeah. Just left click or right click. <laughs> Renegade or Paragon? <laughs> or, you know, you can wait for the normal wheel to pop up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I just kind of, like, narrow my eyes and I say, and I say oh, I, uh, oh, I see what's going on here. <laughs> Thank you! <laughs> I chose to take the less vicious. Oh. Was it that transparent? <laughs> yeah, I guess it was. Is that how you get ants, Barry? Yes, it is, other Barry. <laughs> is that what you call what you're calling it? You're calling it ants. <laughs> ants. 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 Okay. Thing a little burn. And then I just so I say I see what's going on. So, so okay, this is what happens after you say all of those things. Instead of me interjecting, okay. I say, I say. I don't want you to just bring me to her in like a private room or whatever. I've worked this long to look for her. I'm gonna find her myself. But you're gonna help me. And I see what's going on here. You're an asshole. And I throw the thing into the thing without Does it go? It, it magically it magically you throw it towards it, it flies past towards him, and then it sort of like directly into the slot that it's colored about. Now it hasn't it hasn't like opened or anything right. with the, the, the flippy thingies are not open, but it's in the slot now. This is rolling breathing in. That's one. Okay. One. Okay. Two, three. I'll just go up and gently like okay. scoot it over. In, 
and, and, it, and it sort of keeps rolling and then it into the thing. Okay, good, good job. Guys? Now, before anyone else puts a thing in there, he, he, he slowly picks up his sword. He's like, okay, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to stand not next to the door, but away from... I'm going to be a wa- watching, okay? That's all I'm doing here with my blade, is watching and making sure to let you guys know as soon as anything happens. You guys have eyes on the door and the hallways? Yes, yes. I have eyes on the rest of the chamber? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's all right, all right, kill these. Come in. Hello, everyone. This is Elle here, back with Tessa's Question Corner. Just to remind you guys, the question from last week was, what are your favorite dice designs? And so, you know, get to know you guys a little better. See what you you like to roll. Dumpstat Charisma said, we like our metal dice over here. My personal favorite set is Tiger's Eye with white numbers. You just have to remember to have a tray or something to roll on. Don't want to bang up the table. It's not true. Yeah, Tiger's Eye is really, is a really beautiful gem. Like, that sounds absolutely gorgeous. Like, I, I would, I would love to have some of that. Just, is that goals? Hashtag goals. Tiger's Eye dice. Moving on. Daniel Stewart at Tabletop Tapes said, I personally love the Q Workshop Dwarven dice. They look like they were chiseled into place with powerful runes of good rolling. Ooh, sounds like dice that would never get into the naughty dice corner. LJ Haydorn said, I love some of the dice from Artisan Dice. I think I love many of the wood or stone dice. See, I would love to have wooden or stone dice, of course, and also, like, metallic dice. Like, of course, anything that's, like, really polished and beautiful, I'm just like, ooh, gimme, and then it's like, ooh, I have to save up for that, but I'm just, like, really caught by that. I think, like, my favorite pair of dice now is actually ones from the Critical Hit Collection. Yeah, from the Critical Hit Collection, and they're actually, like, golden glitter dice, and they're just so absolutely pretty that like I want to grab it and roll it every time even though it's the first time I've used them has failed me and I'm just so disappointed but maybe we we were all having a bad dice time so maybe next time hopefully it'll be better to me but those are beautiful like all of those dice and like the black knight sort of more of a hidden sparkle than a really outrageous bright glitter also from the critical hit collection those are really gorgeous. I'm sorry I'm rambling. If you didn't know, I'm not just, like, interrupting this. We're actually... Those were the three responses we had, so I just wanted to let you guys know what's preferably on my dice tray. Um, also a lot of blues. I really cherish the first sort of aquamarine dice set. I still, to this day, look at them, and, and I just love them. Like, they'll be my first dice, and I'll always remember them as that. And I think, I think that's what matters. Like, if you, you give someone the gift of dice, it doesn't matter, like, if they're the really expensive ones or even if they're still pretty but cheap, uh, the cheaper ones for, like, $10 or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's, it's still a nice, loving gift, especially to people who are interested in having a really good, solid dice collection. Especially since Hint Hint Christmas is coming up. Get your loved ones a pair of beautiful dice in your preferred price range. No matter if they are wood or stone, metallic or dwarven, get the right dice for them and get yourself a pair too, because you deserve it. And I just want to thank you guys again for answering the question corner this week. And I want to segue into the question for this session, 
which since we are now in the month of December, ah, I know I'm crazy, and it is the holiday season, our next question is, how do you incorporate the holidays into your D&D games? Whether it's just a one-shot or your characters get thrown into mystical snowy lands, how do you celebrate the holidays in your game? We will be posting this question on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram very shortly. And if you haven't gotten a chance to follow us on those, go ahead. And thank you guys so much again. I know I say it a million times, but I really, really do mean it. Uh, this means a lot to me, and I appreciate all your responses and just feedback to the questions that we post. And again, you can get your answers in the next episode by posting in the comments section of the said question. Hope you all have a great night or day and um, wherever you guys may be, just remember to roll safely. Bye! Three Azimar and a Tiefling awaken in a strange world with no memory of how or why they're there. Join Briathos, Bizdira, Flick, Kit, and their friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands as they explore this new world and try to regain their memories, all the while making friends with a tribe of kobolds, playing matchmaker, and much more. The Last Refuge is a weekly homebrewed Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. The Last Refuge, available wherever you download your podcasts. Alright, Gildies, come in. Brothers! How's it going? Fuck. Fucking. What? It is what it is, man. What is it? It's a whole lot of bullshit! <laughs> Shut up, Mother Barry! There's <laughs> already ants on the floor at this point. Hal, how you feeling? You don't have to. And if you don't want this responsibility, <coughs> that is fine. You can put it down. Just please don't put it down now. Because too many lives have been lost trying to find out about this place. How do you guys feel about him taking so many steps back? It's fine. Just don't. don't. I see you reaching. Just <laughs> chill out for a second. Just chill out for one second. Look, he's, he's not Harper. He's okay with me. Roland's going to get on Savara's love list. Oh, I, I'm not fine. I can already this see. Is with this situation right now, like this immediate situation, the whole overarching situation is not okay. <laughs> but this right here. This right here is God's meddling. Let's go awaken God then. You know what? Yeah. Just. Well, no, not you. What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> that big giant door is holding a big guy behind it for all I know. Listen, if he's. He says he He's is. all the way back there. I don't care about him. I'll go ahead and put the thing in. <laughs> You're explaining this to our boss's boss's boss later. I'm. We. Roland uh, getting dragged all around the place. Miguel and Julio are already are already on their way to. Not your boss. I I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Listen. 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 I will explain how deep the roots go. When we are not in the middle of a thing that could kill us all. Alright, guys. Because we have people we answer to, and like, Jadangle. <laughs> like, Jadangle. Jadangle will be fine. <laughs> no, no, no. Jadangle will be fine no matter what we do. I yeah. know. How we do not answer to Lathander, we answer to Jadangle. <laughs> <laughs> no, but our other guy, the, the 
Wayland? Our guild guy. Oh, oh Sylvanas. Sylvanas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, look, he, like, he's, he's my boss, but, yeah, like, but like, his boss. boss. Yeah. Our oh. boss. I don't even know who that is. I don't know either, but we're going to have to talk about, like, why we went to this fucking island. Know, we came back with this triangle <laughs> exactly. rock. Exactly. We'll have a really good story to tell him. <laughs> They're not going to believe us. You get you, you get it. It's, 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 it's all right. Yeah. It's okay. You, you know, right? Like, fuck. Ah! Okay, and then I, and then I take the thing out. Yes, it's glowing. Fuck <laughs> you. And I walk over to the hole, and I feel it pulling. I'm like, no, I can do it myself. <laughs> it stops pulling. It stops pulling. I'm just like, do I? And I look, and I, I look at the thing, and I look at the thing, and I'm like looking for the spokes, and I'm like, okay, okay. Okay, and then I let go, and it's flowing there, and I spit on it. The spokes <laughs> flip out, and it goes in, and then you—you're the first to do this. You—you you oh see God. blue, blue lines, circles in the thing, and the the triangular prism sort of juts up into a little pillar because it was inset. Uh-huh. A triangular pillar, and it juts up, uh-huh. and then a blue line runs to the door and to the center. Of, this of this is because you spit on the thing. Mm-hmm. Well, open, okay. it opens the thing yeah. and like yeah. it, it plugs in. So exactly. You gotta open the plug holes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll put okay. some moss on mine. It does and plug holes yeah. and it and it sinks in. <laughs> like it's it like trying to stop you from sinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. Baby says. Um, <laughs> There's a green line. Savara walk, walks up uh, to her thing. She she glares at Roland and says, "Pretend the prison is you," and then lights up. Yeah. <laughs> he sighs and looks up, and, and, he, and, and, and then he draws his sword and he continues surveying everything. And then he sort of you, you, you see you see him tap like this the front like or near his belt buckle area. <coughs> And there's like a shield that appears on his arm. Can you learn how to make that? <laughs> if, you, if you let me touch it a lot. <laughs> um, he's like, oh, go ahead. And, and joining joining the green and blue lines, there is a red line. Mm-hmm. The your pedestal shoots up, and there is a red line that goes to the center of the pentagon. Um, what's the floor like here? The floor like here's flat. Is, uh, it, is it like is it tiles? stone? Like huge, huge flagstones. Okay. Just like, like huge blocks. There, uh, is there anything like like creases in between them where like dirt may have gone? Uh, there's creases in between them where dirt may have gone. Yes. So okay. So then, yeah. Basically, I'll just like take one of my blades and just mm-hmm. drag <coughs> drag it along mm-hmm. the line mm-hmm. to get a little bit out and sprinkle it on top. Note to self: make your jar your of dirt. the little the little thing the little clippers <laughs> flip out and your pedestal sinks in. There is a yellow line again. You're always free to change the color. I just made them up as I went. Uh, there is a yellow line that uh, your pedestal jumps out, circles of yellow, and it go. This yellow line goes all the way to the center of this pentagon, pentagonal inset in the floor. Well, it's been fun, guys. I turned now. <laughs> <laughs> we turn around. Coddle is gone. <laughs> I walk over. How did you do that? <laughs> I breathe on my. Prism things open up. I gently place it into there. It sets in there. And your prism shuts up with the pedestal. And there's purple lines, purple circles, purple line going to the center of the pentagon. And the pentagon starts opening. Like like a like a radial shutter. Um and there's a glowing light. 
Um. What? What's going on? Um. Let's just, just he, he turns right around. Line. He turns around. around. That sarcophagus. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. I'll uh, keep my eye on that while this is happening. Yeah. Fist bump. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and from Sorry. the center of this light raises, raises a pentagonal pyramid. And it raises up and it stops. And it's about ten feet tall. And on it are these open portals, open glowing small, about the size of a head. Um... um and your keys that you set on the pedestals mm-hmm. all fly into their color-coded little portal. Oh. And they flash. Okay. And they're just glowing there. Well, I'm sure that we have to add the sixth one. Uh, do we see a sixth hole? Uh, there's no sixth hole. Okay, I walk up to it. Okay, you walk up to I'm, the... Am I going to rub it? No, you're not dead yet. Uh, okay. Um, you're not dead yet. I, I literally rub it. You, you rub it, your hand can go through this portal. And oh, so, so so it's not like, oh, there's the thing that's floating there. It's just like... A portal, a portal in the face, in one of the faces of this pentagonal pyramid. Actually, so then then I spit on it. Your spit I, I, I spit in the portal. Your spit okay. Through. It did not go to my eyes, guys. Um, here we go. Can we push the door I, open I, yet? One second. One second. One second. I've got to... Uh, <laughs> I got to you reach into your pack. <laughs> So what happens if I put a thunderstorm in there? <laughs> Do you want to put a thunderstorm in there? You might like it. You might not. I might like it. You might like it. <laughs> Can we like tie a rope like, around like, someone like, and like, we're, all, in we're all watching this? Yeah, so, we had a, a character relationship. I take the thunderstorm in. Like mm-hmm. then it starts wobbling around me and like then like I'm covered in some sort of material and then the thunderstorm detonates and I'm a bubble. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, all right. <coughs> Tell me one more time. Do you put a thunderstone in there? Yes, no. Because I've also... <laughs> Let the taste suck. Hold on. <laughs> Am I smart enough to not do that? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you throw a thunderstone No, no, there. no, no. <laughs> I reach into my pack, pull out a thunderstone, and... Hand and thunderstone go into the thing. Okay, your hand touches uh, something smooth and round, and also a little Does bit. It feel like skin? Roughy? No, no, rough, <laughs> rough, rough, porous. That sounds gross. That sounds a little weird. A yeah. Sponge? Yeah. I don't understand. Okay. Um, Hard, rough, porous. Oh, okay. But also at some points round. <laughs> okay, I, I and I, smooth. I. I mm-hmm. I, I pull my hand back out and fling the thunderstorm somewhere else. Here, <laughs> boom, and you reach in, and it feels like it feels like you can grab it, like it fits well in your hand. What? Can you... That's gonna be like a turtle, something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grab, pull. All right, you pull out a mace. Except it's it's a it's a weird looking mace. Mm. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> What? It makes, it makes, just, just listen to me, just listen to me, just okay. listen, okay? okay. <laughs> Do you... <laughs> Identify. It's a mix. <laughs> with, 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 with a large pearl as a bludgeon. <laughs> and a coral seashell half. That's so That's cool. And when and when you pull it to to you and you swing it around a bit, you can feel water or some liquid sloshing around inside. 
of the pearl, the bludgeon part. Oh my god. The... Though it sounds as a solid when you knock on it. Now, it always feels cool to the touch. Always feels cool to the touch, no matter where you touch it. They're gonna think I'm a fop. And the pearl, and the pearl, there's also a little pearl at the base of it. And you mess around with it enough, and you feel that you can unstopper it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what liquid are you thinking about right now? Pee. There's urine. There's urine. Urine flows out of... <laughs> well, that's fucking gross. Stop raising <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you have the ability to splash pee in your enemy's face. <laughs> you cast identify. I'm gonna think about Sudsea laundry water. <laughs> okay. And then stop well, it again. Yeah, yeah, Sudsea laundry water comes out. Ah, thank God. Shake my leg dry. Life's on the right path. Identify. <laughs> Guys, I'm gonna rub this for about ten minutes. You go do whatever the fuck. Presents. I run over. Walk in. Yeah. All right. Okay, so we all reach in, I guess. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna do you first. Okay. okay? A word, clear as a bell, Mm -hmm. in your head Um, after you cast identify. Okay. Says kindness. I'm thinking about P again. (laughs) Well, I guess you say it louder. And you know. Like a, a whole, a whole slew of information, other information fills you in about this mace. It ide- it tells you it is an artifact. You, you don't hear that in your head, but you now know that uh, this weapon uh, does an extra one d four cold damage on a hit, in terms of regular mace bludgeoning damage. Hello. And it counts. It counts as an arcane focus, druidic fo- fo- focus, or holy symbol. When you pull, it it pours out about a gallon of any liquid you are currently thinking about. (laughs) Please don't make it. Uh, I I haven't set the charges on this yet. I haven't set the charges on it yet. Don't abuse it. That's all I say. That's all I say. You're not going to be able to get an ocean of water out of it. Baby oil. Yes. Let's go back to cake. Oh, I can't. The people who made this item, by the way, would just be like, what the hell did you do? Alright, so, who wants to be next? Who wants to be next? Raise your hand. Alright, Tessa. When you reach into your hand, and we're going to, for the sake of the rest of the audience, we're going to say that Ront helps everyone identify, maybe. Wait, you mean it doesn't just, like, the weird voice doesn't the weird reach vo- down into their okay. head? Okay, yes, the weird voice reaches out into your head. You pull out, as you reach in, you feel like a branch. And you pull it out, and it's a crossbow. Now, this is a magical crossbow. Seems to have naturally grown into its form. It's not cut, carved out of wood. There's bark still on it. It's looked oh, like shit. it was a magically grown crossbow into its form. The stock and body are gnarled and covered with bark. The arms of this crossbow have leafy sprouts that are shifted towards the body to form new bolts that are loaded as the previous bolt is fired. Now a new sprout, a new sprout, like a leafy sprout, is grown every six seconds. And it does 1d4 extra poison damage on a hit in, in, in addition to crossbow damage. It counts as an arcane focus, druidic focus, or holism. And a word, woody, oaken, says into, think of like, um, fucking, uh, Treebeard. 
Order. Yeah, maybe you need more. Kill him with kindness. Yeah, right. Kill him with kindness. There you go. Kill them with force damage. Uh, Who wants to be next? Savara. Savara. You reach in. Your hand grips something metal, and it is warm. I. It feels super warm. Madu. Yabu. You pull it out. Do you? Yes. Of course. It is a wall. (laughs) It is. Is it a whip? It is a quarterstaff. Would Anything you like it to be a whip? Your... Would you rather it be a whip? I don't want it to be a quarterstaff. Okay. Name a weapon you want it to be. I mean, a whip. You want it to be a whip? <laughs> I mean, I just... Yeah. Okay. You okay. guaranteed that like in future me. episodes I'm going to say Chitara and not be sorry? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Chitara? The Thundercats. Oh. It is, it is a... Yes. It is a whip. <laughs> it's a magical golden whip with, and it fits now, with glowing veins of red along its length. The head of the whip consists of a pair of outstretched wings. That's cool. That always seem to be lined with inextinguishable flame. This whip is always warm to the touch all along its length. It does 1d4 extra fire damage on a hit. It counts as an arcane focus, druidic focus, or holy symbol, and a word like a roaring fire in your head says, justice. Its name is justice. All right. Com- so it just, it does 1d4 fire damage? Extra fire damage. And Extra on fire top of, on like, top what, a whip. Whatever. Would be. And a whip does 1d4, which is like, meh. Bump it up. Bump it up. You one, want it to be a 1d6? Yeah, 1d6. All right, we'll do a 1d6. What's That's the fair. mace damage? Is that 1d6? Mace damage is 1d6, yeah. I, I, if I was like, weapons that work, but also want them to be useful, but magical, you know. Um, Connell, did you want to be next, you said? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Connell. Rock said. <laughs> Listen, you were like, presents! I wanted you to be first. <laughs> you ready? Let's go. You reach in. Mm-hmm. You feel a twang. It's a bedulant. Can you... Feel smooth, curved, uh, surface, and as you feel along, it reminds you of a bow. Mm-hmm. Pull it out. It's translucent, as oh. if made of some ethereal, ethereal glass. And inside of the length of the body of this bow is a vapor. You can't, you, you don't know what it is. It's an unknown <coughs> material. There is a silvery <coughs> string. <coughs> it weighs almost nothing, practically nothing, as if it weighs like air. When drawn, the bow audibly inhales as a gaseous arrow materializes out of the air and knocks itself. A gentle breeze and the soft sound of rushing air emanates from the bow as the arrow is loosed. It does 1d4 extra thunder damage on a hit. It counts as an arcane focus, druidic focus, or holy symbol. I prep these no matter what fucking class you guys chose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hoaxin, you ready? Sure. Oh, right. I have to say, and oh yeah. yeah. I all right. So I associated these. I associated these with the uh, general. Uh, I I crossed these with um, <clears throat> uh, virtues of the Chinese zodiac and also uh, Greek uh, Greek. Uh, Elemental design, platonic things, whatever. And a word like a gentle breeze 
comes into your mind, Connell, and it says, Wisdom. That would be Leave that your would be apartment! You. That would be Leave! Good for you. I actually have wisdom. It's intelligence I'm lacking. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, Weston, you ready? Yes. Alright, you reach in. You feel halved. And it feels rough, like a rock. And you pull out a saber. But it's in this co- it's in the Kopesh style. Cool. Right? Seems to be made of a gemstone mixed with metal. The blade has razor sharp crystal growths interspersed along its edge. Despite its crafted appearance, it appears to be one solid piece of stone and metal. It does one D4 extra bludgeoning damage on a hit because the crystal spines act more like uh, things. So you're doing slashing and bludgeoning damage. Cool. Um, it counts as an arcane focus, druidic focus, or holy symbol. And it just it just has this nice gemstone inlay. Like, there's veins of, of tiger's eye and shit running throughout it. These crystal growths grow out. Nice. And a word comes into your head. Gravelly. Honor. There you go. That one's pretty good. <laughs> Wait, so, uh, weapon is a longbow or a bow? A longbow. So that's D8? Yes. Okay. Where's your weapon, Roland? Thank you. <laughs> Roland sighs, and he says, it. and he looks at the Pentagon, and he, he points at it for you guys to look at. As soon as you've withdrawn these weapons, the pentagonal pyramid starts to sink back into the ground. And when the hole closes up from whence it came, five lines, colored lines, this uh, shoot towards the dais uh, with the sarcophagus on stop in the back of the room. Roland draws his sword. Well, his sword's already drawn. And Roland waits. What do you guys do? He's just staring at the sarcophagus. The sarcophagus. Right behind. The sarcophagus. Behind you guys. Right. <coughs> We're probably going to have to use our weapons to fight what's ever in the sarcophagus. Um, uh, also, these don't have plus to hit. They're just whatever they are. They're just whatever they are damage. Yeah. What, what damage is this? It's a 1d4 bludgeoning for yours. Uh, well, the, the base damage. Base damage. <laughs> oh, uh, for it's, it's 1d8. Long sword. It's a long sword, I should say. Or a saber, because of the dex. Oh, okay. Request. Yeah. I, I, thank you. You're welcome. That rocks. Long saber. I have no strength bones. I, too, have no strength bonus, and I have a mace. <clears throat> right. <laughs> oh. oh, cool. <laughs> oh. Uh, I guess uh, shield out and start walking mm-hmm. towards the sarcophagus. Roland, Roland waits for you to get step in, just step and step with him, and he starts walking with you. You guys walk up to the sarcophagus. It's stone. You can see that the lines are slowly... They basically pass underneath the sarcophagus, and they go to the other side of the dais table, and they start going down the steps, slowly, towards the oh. big... The big... Oh, I was worried about this. Statues. Not sarcophagus. Um... <clears throat> um... Oh. What? Yeah. Uh, Roland says, okay, so, best case scenario, it's none of these. Second worst case, it's one of them. Then two, and then uh, three, and we may be fucked. Wait, so we have to fight all we're not, three. We're of not fucked if it's things. only one. I am a mere potion seller, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wait and see. 
I'm, I, I so there's a line, there's a line, it right. went towards the sarcophagus, it went past the sarcophagus. And to the statues. To the, sta the, the huge the statues. The three, the different statues. Mm. Fine. So, so what do you guys do? Because I'm about to describe what's about to happen. Draw my weapons. Uh, you guys get into, like, battle positions? Are K and D. Yeah, I mean, I, I hang back because I'm the spellcaster, but... Alright. I... Oil. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> alchemist fire. Yes! We have, like, a container that... Wait, actually, oil actually, stuff. does we alchemist fire count as a thing that they can do? <laughs> we still have, do we still have, um... That is a liquid, isn't it? We still have like you can a gallon of it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use it. <laughs> we still have the potion. Oh, of course, out like fire that. lights on fire when it hits the air. So like. Okay, so I, so instead of holding it like a mace, how how, how fast did the P issue up? It just like like a steady stream based on gravity. Okay, okay. so I can't like. Get <laughs> <laughs> to the high ground. Get to the high ground. Is there a high ground? <laughs> the dais. The other statues. Ten f the other statues. <laughs> <laughs> the sarcophagus is a high ground too. <laughs> Guys, trust me, and I run up and stand on the sarcophagus, holding okay. the mace upside down. <laughs> Rock. Rods, what are you doing? Oh God! Trust me. Trusting so the the set of rainbow lines, uh, heads heads straight towards the center of this of this group of statues, and then it veers right, to the and then it veers left, and it now goes straight to the obsidian naga okay. statue. Okay, and it goes up. And the lines sort of disappear. And Roland says, I don't have a good feeling about this. When your rainbows can uh, be so deadly. And all of a sudden, the red eyes on the obsidian uh, Naga statue glow. And the obsidian starts to crack away and fall until you can see before you this huge, dark, black-scaled Naga rising up. And it starts to slowly, mm -hmm. uh, 30 foot tall mm -hmm. on, on end, mm -hmm. slowly slither towards you. Which one of us? The whole group. Okay. And then, you see it cough. Cough, and then in its eyes, you see it just choke. It starts choking. Do you need it's a choking. doctor? I... And it just, it falls down and dies. Oh, fuck. Um... Are you, what? Wait what? For it. Are, 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 are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> Roland, I dead. Roland puts up his sword as he watches the other two statues, and he's like, "Well, that was easy. I um, well done. Um, well, wait. Um, well, uh, well, I run up to it and like touch mm -hmm. it. Okay. Does it feel anything? <laughs> it feels cold and dead. Already? Actually, yeah. Dead. It's a snake. Hold on. What? <laughs> I, I go over to the head. Mm -hmm. I like. Rub, rub, rub. I, I, I would. Just, I just in case. The airway. <laughs> the airway is not breathing. 
You're weird. You're going in. <laughs> Checking for obstructions in the airway. <laughs> in the airway. Um, you do see. Um, uh, you do see inside, from the very back, in the very back of the throat, like deeper into the creature. Mm-hmm. You see little embers, as if something's burning away. Guys, there's fire in here. <laughs> And I just say that you you start to notice that the the inner organs and tissues of this naga that you're inspecting are burning away. I would get out. Nope, 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 nope. And as you're running away, you all can see the embers now because they, this uh, burning, uh, sloughing of its tissue is now burned to the outer skin. And I'm starts, staring at an absolute fascination. <coughs> of, course, of course, and it Completely. burns from the middle to the tail to both ends and as it does so, the whole area gets suffused in ash and smoke. I don't like this. And, and little like by this. little you can see the clear bone left behind. Um, and I don't like this. Um, what comes out of ashes? I don't like this. You can see you can hear this clicking, clacking, oh, bones, like this. rattling, rattling like this. against one another. Uh, sort out. Is a bone naga. Fucking bone nagas. Fuck. Now roll initiative. Um, it's twelve. Are we, are we doing yes, this now? Yes, that's that's what I was we'll about to ask. This. We'll do this the other time. Yes. The next time. About the next time on Dragon Ball, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> So I didn't want to send a spirit naga after you guys, but that's kind of what it was, and then, you know, because that's a level seven. I thought it was more brilliant than that, but obviously, 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 you have more. Here, just for fun. No, I'm rolling it next time. Can we do initiative right now? It's going next time, but like, I want to like just see what you would have rolled. Twenty. I'm actually for taking initiative now. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. No, no, no. It's it's totally We can do it. Yeah, whatever. We we can do it whenever you guys want to do it. Yeah, do we just pencil in the test and roll roll the twenty? This one's for fun. I got oh, my you mean you ah. just look up roll? We both got okay. sixteen. Yeah, that's why I was laughing. I was like, yeah, you would have gotten sixteen. Um, um I, I mean, we can roll it now and then say what it is. Yeah, next time. I got 21. I got sixteen. I got a twenty-one. In total. Actually, technically, so technically, we got uh, with our bonuses, we got technically 20. twenty-one. What's uh twenty-one? What is it? But natural twenty. Initiative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plus four. Which plus is basically four, your dex unless you have extra bonuses to it. So, yeah. All right, we both got twenty. <laughs> All right, both of you got so, twenty. Right. Who, who goes first? Adam, you have until next uh, time to decide whether or not the same a gallon decks. of alchemist's fire. Oh, uh, who has the higher score? The same. You want to Rochambeau or just make a decision? Rochambeau. What's the Rochambeau? Okay, Okay, Connor goes first. Yeah. Um, um, Ron, what did you get? I got a 19 plus 2, so 21. 21. Um, I got a 20 plus 1. So. I I rolled one higher. I believe I have a plus 2 to dex. It would be be more than. I have a, I have a 14 to Isn't it initiative? Yes, it's initiative. Well, initiative... I have a plus one initiative. Well, no. So, for ties and initiative, you compare actual dexterity scores, and I have a 14. So, you guys are actually going... both going before us. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because I'm really hyped about abusing this thing. Listen, you have an entire... you have until next time to decide whether or not a gallon of alchemist's fire is... Abuse. I'm hyped about shooting a couple arrows and then turning into a dinosaur. I mean, I was like, oil's probably okay, but then I was like, wait a minute, potions are okay. 
I might have to do that to natural liquid because alchemist fire is yeah. like a. Can I teach myself as a dinosaur <laughs> to fire a bow and arrow? No one, no one. So what you do is you use the weapon for a bit, and then you turn to dinosaur for <coughs> the kill move. Yeah, you know, that's your, that's your final form, you know. Yeah. Hey everybody, Adam here. Just wanted to tag this on at the end of the episode. I uh, want to apologize for the episode being a little shorter than normal. Uh, if you stick with this, I have a scene, special little uh, feature scene that I've tagged on at the end of this episode. It's about uh, nine and a half minutes long, uh, but it, it it's it's really fun and it gave me a chance to uh, develop my uh, my sound editing and uh, composition skills a little bit more. Thank you, Public Domain Music. Also wanted to address uh, one one little mechanical thing that we changed, uh, and I wish I noticed this and changed it before the session where we had the Bone Naga fight, but Ront's uh, mace, special little magical mace that he got, we have changed that to uh, from a mace with a pearlescent uh, thing to a Hyali uh, Sesta. It still has all the cool uh, pearlescent markings and like the coral haft and all that. It's just a nice round, cool, curved shell throwing arm thing. And that will enable him to basically fling his, uh, his artifact, the things from his artificer bag further, 10 feet we've added to the range of each of those. And it allows those things that he's flinging like his thunderstone to deal 1d4 cold damage that's still going to be there and the 1d4 will follow the rules of the trinkets attack roll or save for half or nothing effect so that's that's that we fixed it just give him something because i had to also the liquid thing was a bit new wishy-washy with me and i needed to i need to rework that to make it more clear for him and for you guys uh, just just taking a little bit of responsibility here. My my, my bad. <laughs> also wanted to address the holidays. We will be putting out episodes coming out the 18th and the new year. Wow, we have an episode coming out on the new year. Yes. So yeah, expect a regular release schedule from us for those days. I think that's it. Is that it? Is that all I got? Wow. Okay. Well... Um, won't keep you guys much longer. Enjoy the little scene coming up just after this. And happy holidays, everyone. While our heroes were pondering their possibly imminent demise, a very, no, tremendously nervous closet was sprinting down a lavishly decorated hallway with a quill, inkwell, and rolls of paper stuffed in his tiny arms. His magenta tie, a little too long, was flapping erratically behind him as he panted his way to a very large set of mahogany doors at the hallway's end. He stared at the hourglasses lining the walls and little alcoves to check his pace. The sand in the upper chambers were running quite low, but of course not yet finished. He stopped and wound himself up to spring forward through the open doors to save more time, and as he released, the little demon's eyes widened with terror. For from around the corner, near the double doors, emerged a fashionably dressed bladeling, although it should be noted that his Jacobian finery, particularly the ruff around his neck, was irreparably ripped by his spikes. Alas, this bladeling moved to enter the open doorway as the closet was still mid-air.
The hourglasses completed their cycle simultaneously. The mahogany doors snapped shut, and with clockwork coordination, the hourglasses all flipped on end. Once the chaotic collision came to a conclusion just inside the threshold, the bladeling rapidly took to his feet and snatched up the little fiend as it was busy gathering its belongings back into its claws. He raised the demon to meet his glare, and in no subtle manner, he communicated the oceanic deepness of his contempt with his gleaming violet eyes. The closet snapped his eyelids shut in response. Oh no, you will look at me, you puny, disgusting. <clears throat> Put him down, Claudius. Claudius looked over and observed the fourteen other individuals in the enormous circular meeting room who were watching the scene, some with delight, others with consternation rivaling his own. <laughs> the uh, command had come from an angel, a solar seated upon an orange throne placed in a similarly hued segment of a ruined multicolored wheel that saturated most of the chamber's stone floor. The fact that her golden hair matched the palette of her position didn't escape the bladeling either. Truthfully, it elicited a modicum of respect, and that's what motivated him to let the closet plop back onto the floor in a stumbling dash towards its tiny magenta stool. Always a pleasure, Aaliyah. Claudius peered around the room as the gathered creatures released him of their gazes. Striding to his flame-red seat, he counted fifteen representatives out of a possible sixty, one to fill each segment. But the missing member wasn't a surprise to him. Whoever, or whatever, was meant to occupy the pillowed, emerald green slab positioned between Aaliyah and the deva who sat to her left, had never once attended a meeting since he started his regular visits to this particular demiplane. How disappointing, he thought to himself. <laughs> Emergency assemblies are supposed to have more surprises. Claudius sat down. The high-ranking Modron to his left whirred and clicked away to acknowledge Claudius's presence, while the towering pit fiend wearing ruby spectacles to his right busied himself by sharpening his claws with an enormous file. The resumed silence in the meeting room was broken again by a soft tone that rang from the shadowy ceiling. The fires in the braziers around the ring of delegates magically dimmed to a low simmer, and a glowing sphere appeared in the center of the room for all to see. It was pale, had a slight transparency, and hovered a few feet above the ground. With slow pulses, words began to appear inside it, and each creature saw the words in their native language. In common, the briefing read as follows. Intelligence reports state that a few hours ago, five more have attuned. None of the newly attuned are current members of our organization. Individual investigations into this happenstance will begin shortly. You and your superiors are expected to comply as per contractual obligations. Failure to comply will directly lead to the enactment of sanctions as outlined in said contracts. The five newly attuned are as follows. When the final words faded away, a series of images akin to what we would call a mix of mugshots and candid paparazzi-like photographs ran in a slideshow across the surface of the hovering sphere. Where applicable, published materials on the subjects in the images were displayed and translated for all to read. At the end of the presentation, one final display of the group flashed in the orb. A half-elf, a bladeling, 
a half-orc, a halfling, and a tiefling. The images lingered to sink into the memory of the fifteen who were present. More words appeared. Despite their lack of agency membership, all have been reviewed and approved to carry their respective gifts. We will take no actions to recover and redistribute said gifts prior to the report of our remaining field operative deployed to the area of discovery. This ends the emergency briefing. You are dismissed. At that, the sphere flickered out of existence and the surrounding braziers again roared to life, revealing faces full of a wide range of expressions. Some were calm and contemplative. Others seemed more than a little miffed and a select few, to include the devilish pit fiend who was slack-jawed and already on his feet, made moves to leave the room as soon as possible. For Aaliyah, she allowed herself a relaxed smile. She thought they were an interesting mix, but she detected that they were beings with good intentions. And then her smile faded. Her eagle eyes, trained to hunt down any sign of evil, had caught something confusing, disturbing, wrong. Claudius was lounging back in his chair, and he was smiling too. <laughs>